Welcome to the Turkey Hunter Podcast with me, your host, Andy Galliano. In this podcast, I share with turkey hunters just like you how to have more turkeys on your hunting property and how to have more successful turkey hunts. I teach you how to do this with tips and interviews with turkey hunting pros, wildlife management tips, and entertaining turkey hunting stories. Tune in weekly as I share proven and simple strategies to help you have more success this turkey season. Make sure to head over to www.iamturkeyhunting.com to subscribe to receive free turkey hunting tips, tactics, strategies, and product reviews. Also, please visit and like my Facebook fan page. Go to Facebook and search I Am Turkey Hunting. And also feel free to post your turkey hunting photos from this past season and let us know where and when you killed your bird. For all of you Twitter users out there, please follow me on Twitter where my handle is at turkeyhitman, and I will be sure to follow you back. And now, for this week's show. Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of the Turkey Hunter Podcast. You are listening to episode number 209, a healthy heaping of some turkey soup. And I am your host, and the guy who's wondering, do I sound a year older to you? I certainly don't feel a year older. So my birthday rolled around once again this past Saturday. And after spending a good portion of the day working at our new hunting camp trying to get it set up before hunting season starts, well, before gun season starts, I spent, oh, a little over an hour, I would say, digging a four-foot deep hole for utility pole to be set in. And then spent some time moving some of our wooden decks that we had on our big trailer at our old hunting camp, moving those over to the new hunting camp. And it looks like this week I'll be going back and we'll be trying to get some, if not all, of those decks put up. Overall, it was a great day other than sitting in traffic for about two and a half hours on my way home. In what would normally be a 45 to 50 minute trip back home, it took me that long to get home because there was a terrible wreck on I-65 and unfortunately there were three deaths as a result of that wreck. So, so prayers go out to the families of those people. That is a bad, bad thing. But on a brighter note, I don't want to stay on that topic too long. On a brighter note, I did get my first pop-up blind for my birthday this year. So my lovely bride gave me a pop-up blind because after two or three turkey seasons now of trying very hard to kill a turkey on my property south of Birmingham and not having any luck with it, I have decided that probably the only way I'm going to be able to do it is just to park my rear end in a pop-up blind for two to three hours each morning for probably a week. So we'll see how that goes. And since I'm not much of a blind sitter, we'll see how that goes. So I've got some turkey soup for you guys again this week, but before I get into it, I want to remind you guys of something very quickly, and that is to get out and vote this coming week. Now, I'm not telling you or asking you to vote one party over another, and quite honestly, part of me really wants to ask you to vote out every incumbent. Vote out all those idiots up there 
and let's start over with some fresh meat, some fresh ideas, and with people who want to work together to keep this the best country to live in in the world. But I'm not even doing that, (laughs) even though I really want to. I'm not even doing that. Truth be told, I'm really not as political now today as I was when I was younger. And I mean like even into high school. I was very in tune with the political world then. And as I have gotten older and probably much like many of you, I have become immune to the world of politics. And all I really want to do is be left alone. I want to be left alone. And as long as I'm not hurting someone or causing harm to their property. I don't need anybody telling me what I can and can't do. And these days, typically, I am not one to try to shove my political views down someone or everyone else's throat like we see so much of on social media. Hey, if that's you, then that's fine. I'm just saying that is not me anymore. So I'm not telling you to get out and vote blue or red or pink or orange or green or chartreuse. I don't care. I'm just reminding you to vote. And here's the key part in this. To keep your and our outdoor lifestyles and values in mind when you cast your votes. If you're like me, and I know the vast majority of you guys are, then you know your life would have a huge hole in it if our rights to hunt, trap, and fish, and to keep and bear arms are restricted or even stripped altogether. So please study the candidates, all of the candidates, on a local, state, and federal level before hitting the polls Tuesday, November the 6th, and strongly consider voting for the candidates who will protect those rights to hunt, fish, and trap, no matter which side of the aisle they're on. Now this concludes the public service announcement portion of today's show. (laughs) Moving on. I have quite a large pot of turkey soup for you guys this week. And I think I'm going to make turkey soup a monthly occurrence going forward. The more I think about the idea, the more I like it for a couple of reasons. I think that the turkey soup episodes help to open our eyes to how some of the other states in the country are managing their seasons and their bag limits and their turkey populations, and I think it gives us the opportunity to make recommendations to our own game and fish departments in our own states on what we think they can approve upon. I also think that these episodes encourage you guys to get out to other states and extend your hunting seasons or increase your bag limits or even get your grand or super slams. So, with that being said, if you don't like the turkey soup episodes and you think this is a terrible idea, shoot me an email, andy at iamturkeyhunting.com and let me know your thoughts. If you do like the episodes, there's no reason to email me. I'm going to move forward with the plan of doing a monthly turkey soup episode to keep you guys in the know about what's going on in the turkey world around this country unless a bunch of you reach out to me and say, no, don't do it. Now, let's get on with it. I recently came across a very interesting article that I want to read to you guys. And I think that this article really falls into that category of, hey, what are they doing in other states 
to manage their turkey populations? And what can we be doing in our state to manage our turkey population and improve our turkey population? So I'm actually going to read this article pretty much word for word. I will probably end up skipping a little bit here and there, but this article is written by John Hayes of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette in Pittsburgh, PA. On the first day of spring, no one knew the rain would continue through October, including the wild turkeys. Weather, habitat change, and other impacts affect parts of the state differently. This year, the State Game Commission adopted a new wild turkey management plan that builds on information collected since 1999. The long-term goal is to build a detailed, practical population model that will maximize the number of wild turkeys in Pennsylvania, said Game Commission turkey biologist Mary Jo Casalina. One of the things we learned from the last turkey plan is that we can affect spring reproduction by altering the length of the fall turkey season when hens are allowed to be harvested said Miss Casalina, author of the management plans. Two years of experimentation when we lengthened or shortened the fall season and analyzed hen harvest rates gave us a nice comparison. Fall turkey seasons have been expanded in southwestern Pennsylvania to reduce or stabilize a growing turkey population. The 2018 through 2027 plan calls for the integration of improved harvest rate monitoring in each of the state's 21 wildlife management units and 1.5 million acres of state game lands. Turkeys are more of a keystone species because they require so many kinds of habitat, oak forests for acorns and open areas for bugging in the summer, she said. They need seed berries, shrubby habitat for nesting, and conifer cover in winter, a real mosaic of different age classes of shrub layers and forest areas. And I'm gonna interrupt for just a second. This part right here is pretty interesting to me. So the article goes on. While avian diseases have had greater impacts on other species, particularly ruffed grouse, parasite-borne viruses are a serious concern for turkeys in this wet, buggy year. Avian pox and lymphoproliferative disease, or LPDV, a retrovirus associated with ugly tumors, are on the rise. No turkey disease is known to be contagious to humans or to foul the meat. Get it? Foul the meat? But as part of the new plan, the Game Commission intends to study turkey diseases and assess how they may relate to population management. 80% of the turkeys we sampled had the LPDV virus in them, but were non-symptomatic because their immune systems were fine, said Miss Casalina. I'm interrupting the article right here, and I'm going to read that again. 80%, 80% of the turkeys we sampled had the LPDV virus in them, but were non-symptomatic because their immune systems were fine, said Miss Casalina. What we found was that contracting multiple diseases wears them down. A diseased bird might have died from avian pox, but also LPDV had a prominent role in its death. Popular hunting culture can be at odds with management goals. In 2017, 38,101 longbeards were harvested in the spring, compared to just 9,266 combined kills of roosters and hens 
during the autumn hunt. I'm assuming he means male turkeys, both Jake's and Longbeard's. With the fall hen harvest controlling the turkey population, Miss Casalina said the state needs more autumn turkey hunters. Every year, the average age of a turkey hunter increases by one year. They are in their mid-50s now, she said. There's no younger generation of upcoming turkey hunters. Just as we're closing in on a practical model for regulating turkey populations, we're losing our primary means of control. In the new plan, the Game Commission intends to develop a more precise method of determining participation rates within the various age groups of turkey hunters. They will recommend ways to attract and hold their interest. There are a lot of interesting nuggets in that one article. Now on the surface, it appears to me that the state of Pennsylvania has a pretty good idea of what they want to do with their turkey population and how to do it. So my hat is off to all of you men and women involved in the Pennsylvania Game Commission for doing what you can do to protect one of my favorite critters in the whole wide world. All right, here is another interesting article. And I'm going to read this one for you as well. This article was written by Nick Lowry, and it was written for the Capital Journal, which is in South Dakota. The title of the article is GFP Commission Considers Banning Rifles in Spring Turkey Hunting Season. Rifles may soon be banned from use during South Dakota's spring turkey hunting season. A new season proposal now under consideration by the state's Game Fish and Parks Commission would ban the use of rifles during spring turkey seasons. Instead, hunters would be limited to shotguns and archery equipment. The move comes after surveys of hunters conducted by GFP department staff found that 6.8% of spring turkey hunters prefer to use a rifle. Shotguns were, by far, the most preferred method. Around 70% of turkey hunters preferred them, while roughly 23% of hunters prefer to use a bow. Of the hunters surveyed, 52% said they support restricting themselves to the use of shotguns or bows and arrows. Roughly 34% said they oppose the idea of banning rifles, while 19% said they didn't have much of an opinion on the matter. The article goes on to talk about some slight changes to the spring turkey hunting season in the state, but we're not going to talk about that right now. Now, I don't really have a strong opinion one way or the other. If turkey hunting with a rifle is legal in your state and that's the way you want to do it, then who am I to say you shouldn't do it? I know personally, I like to get the turkeys as close as I can get them, and I like to not ruin meat by shooting them in the body like I would imagine a great deal of rifle hunters would do, but that's me. If rifle hunting turkeys is legal in your state, and that's the only way that you're going to get out into the woods and enjoy Mother Nature, then more power to you. So here is a great story. Okay, so that's all that I've got for you guys for the free portion of this week's episode of the Turkey Hunter Podcast. If you want to hear the rest of this week's episode, which contains a pretty interesting, weird turkey story, then you will need to become a subscriber to the premium content of the Turkey Hunter podcast. In order to become a subscriber to the premium content of the Turkey Hunter podcast, all you need to do is text the word turkey hunter. Do not put a space in between turkey and hunter. 
make it one word, text it to the number 44222. Once you do that, I will then send you instructions on what you need to do in order to get a link that you can click on to create your username and password for Podbean and you can pay the $18 per year annual subscription charge. That $18 will get you not only the rest of this week's episode, but it will get you all of the premium content for our past episodes, as well as the premium content for the next 52 weeks. Every single week that goes by, there's more and more premium content out there for you guys. So get subscribed and enjoy listening. And with that said, my favor for this week is what I mentioned when we started the show. Please research and get out and vote Tuesday, November the 6th. Research the candidates for your local, state, and federal offices and go vote. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. I know that you have choices. I appreciate you spending your time with us. I hope you have a wonderful week and I look forward to seeing you again next week. Goodbye. Thanks for tuning in. You were just listening to the Turkey Hunter podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please go on over to iTunes and leave a five-star review. And make sure to head over to www.iamturkeyhunting.com to subscribe for free turkey hunting tips, tactics, strategies, and product reviews to help you have a more successful turkey season. And stay tuned for upcoming episodes on hunting afternoon birds, how to film your hunt, and the breeding cycle of hens, as well as some guest interviews. Thanks again for listening. We know your time is valuable, and we appreciate you sharing some of it with us. See you next week.